So if you pay attention to what the, what is happening and the deeper level you know, goal of the platform and then you align your content and your strategies with that, you'll just win better, right? Because there are things that these platforms are going to reward you for, whether that's organic, whether that is paid advertising, they're gonna reward you if you're following along with their agenda. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 283. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing fabulous. Having a happy Tuesday if you're listening when this is released or whenever it's released. Having a great day. We're heading into Q, whatever we're in. (laughs) Middle of quarter two is so crazy. I look back at everything my team, we just did our monthly planning for the new month and then rolled it out to our team. We always share like what we're working on this month for our team. And it's pretty incredible. I have a a really solid big leadership team now. So I have five different department heads and they all get to present what they're working on this month to our team. And it's really amazing when you hear it all. And then it's like, we actually do get it all done. So it's incredible when the team is all on the same page working towards these awesome projects. So today in the podcast, I'm going to dive into Facebook and it's push to AI, basically automatic learning and how Facebook is really pushing this right now. And we are noticing it especially with the iOS updates. But really, Facebook has been pushing this for the last two years. Um, But the recent updates that have happened with iOS are really some of the biggest since they switched to campaign budget optimization, which I think was about two years ago, year and a half ago. And our team has just been talking a lot about, you know, Facebook's kind of motives and for advertisers and what they want and the direction that they are going. And one thing when you're marketing that I've talked about a little bit, but it's just an important reminder is no matter what platform you're on, if you can align yourselves with the goal of that specific platform and really think that there are, you know, dozens of people that are sitting behind the scenes for this platform talking about their goals, what they want to do with the software, you know, what they want their users to be doing, what they're going to reward advertisers for versus not, what they're going to reward engagement for versus not. Like there are people who sit there and actually plan those things out. And so if you pay attention to what the, what is happening and the deeper level, you know, goal of the platform, and then you align your content and your strategies with that, you'll just win better, right? Because there are things that these platforms are going to reward you for, whether that's organic, whether that is paid, you know, advertising, they're going to reward you if you're following along with their agenda. And one thing that's been very obvious is Facebook has pushed more and more into, you know, they want you to just hand them money and they control your ads. So essentially, they actually don't want anybody managing ads. They just want you to load it, set it and like forget it, which as of now, you know, doesn't fully work. But there are little things that that do really matter in in terms of how you set your ads up to align with this and I've been ta- I've talked about those you know especially this year we've seen a big shift where for example campaign budget optimization you know that means you set up your ad you set your daily budget and Facebook spends it in whatever ad sets you know it wants and not wants but it thinks is going to do the best and you're giving Facebook that trust dynamic creative same thing you you load in all the different versions of your creative. Facebook chooses the combinations and versions it wants to run with and that it, you know, the algorithm thinks it's going to do best with. 
and then it runs it and it puts the budget where where that machine learning is telling it to put. Same thing with automatic placement. You select automatic placement and Facebook isn't going to evenly spread your budget across all the placements, which sometimes is what people think. They're going to put your budget where it's going to convert, which most likely is mobile news feed, Facebook and Instagram news feed, and not audience network and things like that. And so those are all, in in the last year, those are all components that we've seen work the best. And I think it also makes marketers and, and entrepreneurs out there, especially if you're running your own ads, nervous because it is taking away the control from you. And that is what Facebook wants. And that is the direction we are going in. And so you need to try to align yourself with that in a strategic way. So I wanna talk about what I mean with that. But with this most recent update with Facebook, one thing we're starting to see is Facebook is actually taking away some of the data they've been giving us. Like for example, when you run Dynamic Creative, you can go in and see what, what versions did best so that you can make those decisions, you know, in the next ad set that you actually put out. Well, we're actually seeing in some of our accounts, we can't even see that data anymore. Facebook is taking away that data where they are not telling us what versions within the dynamic creative are actually doing better, which is unfortunate because, you know, that does suck because you want to see what, what creative does better. You might be able to tell by like looking at what what notifications you're getting on your page and and what kind of creative versions that's going to but you can't see the actual like conversions associated with those those creative versions so as facebook takes away this information and as facebook makes you basically lean on their algorithms you know their machine learning then it's going to open up more and more potential for softwares to come in and to to fill this gap. Um, and so that's going to happen. And and there are softwares that we have been exploring, um, possibly an internal one that I can't, I can't talk about yet, but I'm going to just possibly, hypothetically, in the future, that could be something um, because this is happening, right? And so, so marketers and business owners are going to have to adapt as Facebook does this. But as you run your ads, making sure that you align with that goal so that you are choosing campaign budget optimization and then you're not trying to over control those campaigns. You're not trying to like turn it off and add new ones too much to the point where Facebook will will start to penalize your optimization. You can turn off some campaigns, but really what Facebook wants is you run the campaign budget optimization campaign. They separate your budget out within the ad sets. And if an ad set isn't converting, they won't put budget towards it. That's kind of how they see it. And I do see it play out like that. And so watch for that because there's sometimes where you don't need to turn off an ad set if the budget isn't even being spent there because you could risk turning that off and then potentially it messes up your your algorithm. Now my team definitely still is, you know, informed me that they go in and, and have to make these changes. So the thing is anything with AI learning and machines and, and algorithms, like they're they're not perfect, right? They can't do they don't have that critical thinking. They're trying to get it there and Facebook's trying to get it there, but they don't have the critical thinking that a human can do. So I think where the magic happens is when you can utilize Facebook's algorithms and the information it has on its users that it does not share with us, you know, in an open way at all, but its algorithms, you know, allow you to take that to the advantage with your critical thinking. And so the way that could look with campaign budget optimization is you run an initial campaign, 
you, you let it sit for at least three days. You don't mess with it. You let Facebook do its thing. And then once you see what audiences are doing better, you keep that campaign on and you go start a new campaign with those winning audiences. And, and that way you have a little bit of control over it, but you're not trying to overpower it and go against. Because if you go against Facebook, you will lose, right? Like Facebook is way more powerful than an individual business owner. So then if we look at automatic placement, for in most cases, we select automatic placement for our clients and, and we've seen that do better. Now, what's crazy is if you asked me this exact question two or three years ago, it was the opposite. So they've changed it because my theory is because their algorithms and their, their machine learning has gotten better. So three years ago, you, they still probably wanted you to select automatic placement. That's why they had it there. But now... When you select it, it actually works and they actually get, you know, good results with it and they're able to understand where to put the budget. Three years ago, they were not as good at that, right? So then we had to control that as an advertiser and we would do manual placement. When I first started running ads, I ran everything almost manual placement and even, you know, tried to, to control like only cell phones see it. And so there's options that they they allow where it's like you can only have people on, on mobile phones see it or at certain times a day and your ads can turn off and on. And I was recently asked a question like, should I try that? And I'm, of course, always tr- you can always try something and see if it works or doesn't work. But in most cases, that's not going to work. And it's like these things that are in theory sound really great. Like, oh, well, if my ads don't convert on a Saturday, I'll just have Facebook automatically turn them off on a Saturday. In theory, sounds great. Always, almost always messes up the algorithm. So my recommendation is really no, not to do those things. And I think over time, Facebook's just going to keep removing even having those options in the in the ad account because they just don't want that. They don't want to have that option. They they really want you to be able to like set up your ads and let it sit and and it just runs. <laughs> which they're far off from that. And I don't know if that will ever be possible, but that is what Facebook wants. So we're going to align ourselves with that want. So if we look at automatic placement, that's another way. Like I would select automatic placement. Now that doesn't mean if you have creative that's meant for only mobile that you have to like then have a separate campaign that selects mobile. Most likely Facebook's going to put your ad that you have creative made for mobile on mobile devices. And that's where they're going to put the budget. And so you have to have a little trust there and try that out. And then the other thing is, you know, if they, you know, those story ads where they're not actually story size and you see them in the story. Now I used to say, because this was true a while ago, you know, that didn't do well because it was so obvious that it was an advertisement, but those can, those work now. So we do a mix of uploading creative that's for specific you know, Instagram story size or, or whatnot. And you can do that. But then also we will just do automatic placement and let Facebook kind of choose. And that does work. And at the end of the day, if it's converting, if it's working, if it's meeting your cost per result goals, then why would you mess with it? You know, and you kind of have to ask yourself that, like your preference over what is working and converting, what's working and converting should come first. Each month, the Hirsch marketing team generates approximately a million dollars in ad spend on Facebook and Instagram. All of this data is compiled and collaborated on by the Hirsch marketing team into one incredibly valuable report released every single month at the beginning of the month. Get instant access to the Not For Lazy Marketers Insider Ads Intel Report 
every month by going to notforlazymarketers.com slash adsintel. This report is completely free to our audience and contains insider knowledge that nobody else is sharing. If you want behind the scenes access to top converting strategies, actual ads we've tested, and the latest Facebook changes, Not For Lazy Marketers Insider Ads Intel report is for you. Go to notforlazymarketers.com slash adsintel and get access to all future and past reports right now. Okay, so then we get into dynamic creative and we look at, okay, uploading all these creative versions and Facebook puts out what it wants and it puts the budget where it thinks, you know, you're getting the most engagement or it's going to be best for its users and and convert the best. Now, for the most part, dynamic creative works. The one downside with dynamic creative that I hope Facebook fixes in the near future is the social post because, or the social, you know, proof. Because when someone, when you create dynamic creative, it creates all these versions of your ads because you have all these different combinations and then in every ad set, it's it's different. So you really end up with like hundreds of versions of your ads where the strategy used to be you would create one and then you'd pull that post ID from that one ad and then you'd put that in all the rest of your ad sets. You can't do that with dynamic creative and I wish Facebook would figure out how to marry those things because social proof is still really valuable. I think they will come up with a solution to that in the future. And but until they do, sometimes we we will run dynamic creative at first and then we'll choose page post ID to run the future campaigns because of that social proof, because that social proof does make a difference, especially when you're running, you know, product e-commerce ads or straight to a self-liquidating offer like product ads, you know, just gives you that more credibility. So that's a way that, you know, dynamic creative is relatively new. And I think that they haven't mastered it, Facebook. So same thing, like how I'm saying, you know, two, three years ago, they wanted you to select automatic placement but it didn't really actually convert better. And now, you know, they want you to select dynamic creative and we do see that it does get favored in the algorithm and in a lot of cases it does do better, but I still recommend testing those page post ID method where you pull that page post ID, which means then it's the same ad. And so if someone comments on it across all your ads and your ad sets, that those comments are gonna show all, you know, accumulated together and you're gonna have that social proof. And sometimes that still works better. So Facebook has not, you know, mastered dynamic creative in the sense that it's like every single time, pretty much it works better. We, we have often used a combo of it and that is, you know, something now as Facebook starts to take away, if they are like, cause we're seeing this in some accounts, they're taking away the reporting of what dynamic creative is converting better. And they're, they're just removing some of the Intel of like, male versus female and in that intel that you get in your advertisement in the back end of your ads that's a bummer because that is helpful and so you're going to have to adapt to that but it just also shows with the ios updates with these changes with everything facebook's doing they are pushing to this ai to this automatic machine you know algorithm based decisions on the back end and so as a marketer whenever you or an entrepreneur you know running your facebook ads whenever you are creating them and you come across like a decision you have to make on do I do automatic placement or do I not you know 
remember that. Remember that the motive is Facebook wants you to trust their algorithm and Facebook wants you to give them the power and control. And so you need to try to align your strategies with that. So knowing that will be helpful when you go to set up your ads and especially when you have to wait, you know, now three days really to see how it's doing. You used to be able to see a lot faster how your Facebook ads were doing, but now with campaign budget optimization, you really have to see for three days before I would typically recommend making any changes. And then when you're optimizing your ads, like you have to remember this, there are still actions you should be taking like creating new campaigns with new audiences, like, you know, turning off one campaign that's not working and putting budget into another, like creating new ad creative. But a lot of it, you have to also remember in the optimizing that giving Facebook the power and trusting its algorithm and not trying to over control like exactly where your budget's being spent. Or um, I just had someone recently ask me a question around, well, we noticed that, Facebook is not putting as much budget as we want on Instagram ads when we select automatic placement. And so what should we do? Or does that mean like our ads are just not good enough for Instagram? And and my answer was, you know, Facebook's putting that budget where it thinks your ads are going to do the best. Now, if you want to compare and just make sure Facebook's doing it right, create a campaign, select Instagram as the only placement, and then compare your cost. Like that's how you're going to for sure know. But chances are your ads are going to do best in that automatic placement and you just can't control, you know, that Facebook's deciding that people on Facebook are going to respond to your ad more than Instagram and, and how they split that budget is really supposed to depend on your audience and your ads and the interactions that your ads get and that AI learning. And so when you go to optimize your ads, remembering that might help you with making decisions on what to do. It doesn't mean just set your ads and let them sit there and Facebook will will do a great job. Like that would be cool, honestly, if, if, if we could get to that point. I don't think we ever will um, because also especially for like our niche and and these businesses that are spending, you know, if you're spending less than a million dollars a month, you're a little advertiser to Facebook and they don't really care as much as about those advertisers. So a lot of what they're doing is trying to make it easier for those big advertisers. But I don't think we'll ever get to a place where it's fully automated, but that is the, that's where Facebook wants us to go. So if you align yourself with their goals, it will make your campaigns more profitable and more successful. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I always love to update you on what is happening on Facebook, what we're seeing. Our team has lots of conversations about this. And I try to be, you know, the the real the real source of data. I've gotten some messages of people that were like, thank you for not being, you know, fear mongering with, with the iOS updates, which I think there is a lot of fear out there with it. And I just want to say like, if you feel at all that hesitation and that fear, and you're not sure about, you know, marketing and the iOS updates and Facebook ads, this is just going to become the new normal. And a lot of times, People hyper-focus in on one platform making the changes and then they don't actually see that it's happening across the board. So just also remember, if Facebook is doing something, they're the category king of social media and the other sites for the most part, like not with 100% of things, but the other social media sites and platforms are going to follow Facebook because Facebook is the category king and they are going to do what is usually going to be the future and the goals of the future. So staying on top of that and understanding like the iOS 
iOS update is an iOS update. And so that means every app, every platform is all impacted. And you have to, as a business owner, just kind of adapt and and be like, okay, so what does this actually mean? And what are the solutions and actions I need to take? And so break it down from like, because I've seen I've seen ads out there of people trying to scare people and they're like, you better jump over to YouTube ads or you better do this instead or like you you need to know this on your Facebook ads and honestly it gets, they're just trying to use it to promote their business and at the end of the day like just keep that in mind and look at the source it's coming from but just remember that you just need to continue to look at the data you need to pay attention to the facts and then you just need to ask yourself like what are the actual actions I have to take as a business because it's probably less than you think or have created in your head because of the noise on social media, which is why I stay off social media a lot of times because that's what it is, noise, and you need to focus on your business. But that's another story. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.